Welcome to the Forest Grove United Church of Christ podcast, where we explore faith, community, and social justice with Pastor Brendan Curran. Whether you're a longtime member of our congregation or a newcomer seeking spiritual guidance, this podcast offers a space for reflection, connection, and growth. Each episode, Pastor Brendan will share his insights on scripture, offer prayers for our community, and engage in meaningful conversations with guests who are making a difference in the world. From local activists to global leaders, we'll hear inspiring stories of compassion, courage, and hope that challenge us to live out our faith in tangible ways. So whether you're listening during your morning commute or while you're taking a quiet moment at home, we invite you to join us on this journey of faith and transformation. Welcome to the Forest Grove United Church of Christ podcast. Thank you for joining us today for episode two of the FGUCC podcast. We are blessed this past Sunday to worship with our Central Pacific Conference of the United Church of Christ moderator, Cinta Butts. As you just heard, she shared a beautiful rendition of Amazing Grace. In today's podcast, we'll hear Pastor Brennan's message on the water we're swimming in. We're glad you're here. Crux, I invite us to focus on this morning is how this living water is grace and that grace is the water that we're swimming in will you pray with me gracious god we ask that you bless the speaking and the hearing of these words and the space silent spaces in between now i want to I want to share with us a dream that I once had. Have I shared my Judas dream yet? You can be honest. Okay, well, if you all don't remember my sharing this dream, then then I'm going to share it again in in the event that I did before. Um, I once had a really interesting dream, or a dream that I found interesting. I am a very vivid dreamer. I, I, I always love that I have visually uh, full dreams. And in this one particular dream, I found myself with friends high above the earth, like that view of the earth from space. And every, the earth was glowing. And up in the stars, there was this massive gathering, this huge party. And everyone was wearing party hats, all the peoples of the world. Everybody was waiting, and it was a surprise party. 
and then there was, and then even all the animals were there, and you know, they were running around in party hats too, little alpacas and penguins and, and other little creatures. It was like Noah's Ark, but with a lot of people. And suddenly, and then there was this big banner, and there was this bridge coming up from the earth to this party around this great tree in the stars. And over, and there was an ark, and it said, welcome home. And there was this staircase coming up from the, the earth, and there was this very, very dejected, sullen, depressed, contorted man who looked like he was so full of shame. And I said to the person next to me, I said, what is this party? What, why are we all here? And who's that? And they said, oh, well, this is the kingdom of God, and that's, that's Judas. He doesn't know that he's invited. And so suddenly, Judas lifts up his head and there's thunderous applause because he decided to come home. And there was dancing and there was joy. We shut grace. We separate ourselves from grace. God doesn't separate us from grace. Grace is who we are. Grace is the living water. Grace is God. Grace is the Spirit of God. And that's why Jesus says the time is coming when we will worship God in spirit. We come home to grace and compassion again and again and again. We, this is this spiritual homecoming. When Jesus says of himself, I offer you living water, he's inviting us to remember that indeed I have spirit, this aliveness within me, and you do, and all the, the living beings with whom we share life have this spirit. And in that way, we are all related. And so we meet each other with that sacred acknowledgement, with that recognition of our mutual relatedness, the grace, the pure grace of being itself, the grace of being in relation to each other, the grace of the possibility for friendship, for connection, for, create, for creation, for joy, for love in each moment when we recognize each moment as an expression of this grace, of this flowing, living water. Of course, Judas was so hard on himself. He, he is, Judas can be for us the archetype of all the ways we are hard on ourselves, the way we punish ourselves. We're talking about the, the inner light during this Lent and how at the core of our being we are this grace. We are not we are, not, we, are, we are more akin to the grace within than, than our shortcomings, than the ways we fall, the ways we fall down. 
Judas hung himself. But that was Judas doing that to himself. And so in all the ways we're hard on ourselves and and don't embrace the possibility of new growth, new beginnings for ourselves and others, that's how we shut out this grace. And Jesus shows God to us as this spirit of ever-present, ever-flowing grace. In today's gospel, Jesus invites us to see spirit as a unitive and unifying consciousness in the radical embrace of dichotomies. In today's gospel, we see how any time we draw a line between ourselves and others, we discover God there on the other side. When we separate ourselves from the consciousness of grace and compassion, we make ourselves the enemy of water. We cut ourselves off from that which nurtures, upholds, creates, and sustains life. And we, we forget who we are. Grace is not sentimental. It is not sentimental. Grace is about survival. When I think of the living water, I can't help but think of the time I saw, I've told the story many times. One of the most impactful moments of my life was being at Standing Rock and seeing indigenous elders stand there in front of the water. And as the police set dogs on them, on their ancestral land, as the rubber bullets came flying against the water protectors, this one elder said, I forgive you. I forgive you for myself. I forgive you and I'm here for you as much as for me because this water is for all of us. We all need this water. We, I need this water. Your children need this water. And so grace, forgiveness, grace was not sentimental for her. It was truth. It was survival. In today's gospel, Jesus likens the Spirit of God to this grace, this remembrance of who we are the remembrance of our relatedness, the re- our, our potential to co-create life with God, to be nurturers and sustainers of life when we live in this spirit of grace. And we know that God is being illustrated as this unifying consciousness because Jesus is sitting down with a Samaritan woman. In that time, Jesus wouldn't be talking to a woman, let alone a Samaritan woman. That's why the Samaritan woman is so surprised when Jesus not only talks to her, but makes himself vulnerable to her, asks her for water. God meets us in these moments when we show up with each other in mutual support, in mutual love, in recognition of our shared humanity, our shared potential for falling from grace and trying to get back up again. Jesus offers this new understanding of God, the surprise of the Samaritan woman that Jesus, a man, would ask her for help. She's surprised for that reason, but in talking about, in showing up in this way, 
Jesus embodies this new understanding of God, this understanding of God as spirit, as the indwelling presence of grace that he likens to water. He says, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will worship God neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. The hour is coming and is now when true worshipers will worship God in spirit. And Jesus identifies the spirit of God as this living water of grace. In writing of the nature of water, I want to share a, share a poem, poetic passage from Wendell Berry, who writes, to a river as to any natural force, an obstruction is merely an opportunity. For the river's nature is to flow. It is not just spatial in dimension, but tem temporal as well. All things must yield to the impulse of the water in time. If not today, then tomorrow, or in a thousand years. If its way is obstructed, then it goes around the obstruction, or under it, or over it, and flowing past it, wears it away. Men may dam it and say they have made a lake, but it will still be a river. It will keep its nature and bide its time, like a caged wild animal alert for the slightest opening. In time, it will have its way. The dam, like the ancient cliffs, will be carried away piecemeal in the currents. Jesus calls himself the living water. Jesus calls himself the living water. Jesus calls the Spirit of God living water, this grace, this compassion that is his heart, that is your heart, that is all of our hearts together. And we are invited to move through this world like that, eroding obstructions, whether they be our shortcomings, whether they be the limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves, whether they be the ways we are hard on ourselves, the ways we judge ourselves, the ways we limit our own potential and each other's potential within and without we are invited to carve away structures and systems of oppression that don't resemble this life-giving river. We're invited to slowly break them down by carrying this grace into the world. This is how we're invited to perceive and swim in and live in spirit. Grace is the water we're swimming in, no matter how hard we try to make God small, to place spirit outside of our everyday experiences or outside our own being. No matter how hard we try to make ourselves small, to erect boundaries between ourselves and others and nature, to deny our relatedness and our likeness, we're being relentlessly pursued by the grace of the presence of life itself, this living spirit of God reflecting back to us our true face and our deepest yearnings like water. Grace finds a way around our harshness, around our forgetfulness of the sacred nature of every moment and, and every purpose and all the ways we insist 
on roughly handling our own and each other's being, the water comes whooshing over and around those tendencies and impulses. And all we're asked to do is show up in the water, in this water that we're swimming in. If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. This living water is always available to us. We worship God in spirit and truth by falling in love with this grace, the grace of each moment. The grace of each moment as it is, the grace of our own being, the mystery of life, the experience of life itself, the experience of our own heart's longing for grace. We worship God in spirit by falling in love with this world and each other the way we see God falling in love with each and every one of us. Indeed, in Jesus' meeting with the Samaritan woman, we see God falling in love with the world and falling in love with our potential to break down all the barriers that stand in the way of our greatest expression, which is love and grace. Spirit is not far away or outside of us, but intertwined with our body, intertwined with the institutions and the, the relationships that we build and the systems that we create together. Spirit isn't separate from the body. God isn't separate from our daily lives and our interactions with each other. And we show up in spirit when we fall in love with the moment, when we fall in love with each and every person that we meet and see throughout our day. We don't have to reach outside of ourselves for this spirit. That's the point. It's within. And I want to lift up a quote also by Anadea Judith. She writes, collectively, it seems like we're falling out of, out of love with the world. And so we can understand the only sin as shame or the moment we fall out of love with the world and each other. But Anadea Judith writes, collectively, it seems like we're falling out of love with the world. We all know what deep pain we feel when we fall out of love. It pierces the core of our being, carves a deep hole in the soul, and wounds and cripples the living spirit. In our disconnection, we can barely relate to all the tragedies occurring in the world. It's because the very art of relating is becoming a lost art. Is this because the time it takes to relate deeply, feel fully, and communicate and understand is no longer valued as time well spent? We are becoming alienated, hostile, defensive, self-centered, and compulsively consuming. The result is isolation, constriction, and limitation. In our isolation, we're lost from our spiritual core, lost from the heart, lost from what we're calling during Lent the inner light. To cross the rainbow bridge, connecting heaven and earth is to consciously reconnect severed parts of the world. 
it is to anchor the myth of individualism in the necessary grounding of self, while simultaneously expanding that self into a conscious unity with the world around us, socially, ecologically, and mythically. To access the divine, we need to recognize our own divine nature as part of the greater mystery of unfolding life. To heal the heart is to reunite mind and body, the mystical and the mundane, self and other into an integrated whole. She's expressing how we access the divine by falling back in love with ourselves, with each other, and seeing how in our own perfect imperfection and our potential for great compassion, we are expressions of grace, droplets of living water, and all we have to do is fall back into it, return to it again and again and again, and showing up for the sacredness of the grace of each moment and the sacredness of the grace of our relatedness with each person, that grace we see in the intimate love shared between Jesus and the Samaritan woman, this grace that breaks down all barriers and affirms our relatedness and affirms our yearning for great love to be the truest expression of who we are and the presence of the sacred in the other. We remember who we are and what we are. We remember the water that we're swimming in. Thank you for joining us today for the Forest Grove UCC podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a review or leave us a comment on what topics you would like to hear about or what you think about today's message. To learn more about our church, please visit us at www.fgucc.org or find us on Facebook or Instagram. Have a blessed day.